You are the very first wifey that we, <laughs> that we brought on the podcast. You know what? I'll give myself a pat on the back. <laughs> But so if you watched the episode last week, this is Tanya. The lovely Tanya, AJ's fiance. Show that thing off, girl. All right, Damn. I will. It's like, hey, we gonna have her put y'all on game to how she tamed this fuck boy. <laughs> we got Valentine's Day coming up. Do you guys have any big plans for that? Forgot about it. You forgot about Valentine's Day? We are the fucking worst. AJ and I have never brought each other one gift. We're so bad. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God we're the same. Like, we, I forgot about that only because it's my birthday like two days before. So that's like. Oh, really? So it's your, your birthday and Valentine's Day? Like, yeah, my birthday's the 11th of Feb and then Valentine's Day is the 14th. So we'll probably just come Well, fucking girl, I got some good ass news for you. <gasps> I got some fucking news for everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, we coming in clutch for y'all this Valentine's Day. Because your boy got on the phone with Adam and fucking Eve. <laughs> we got y'all the hookup this Valentine's Day. Adam and Eve is sponsoring yeah. us, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Amazing. Go over there. Use the promo code STRIPPED. 50 fucking percent off the whole thing. Damn. Get in there like swimwear. Get you some things. Miles is hooking you guys up. And Jeez. fucking if you don't got a boyfriend, go buy you a boyfriend. <laughs> Okay. Go buy one. <laughs> Listen, if you having some man problems, replace his ass with fucking Adam yes. and Eve right now. Yeah. Use the promo code STRIPPED, and you're going to get 50% off any one item, though. It's for one item, so if you want to buy more than one thing, just make multiple orders. Don't tell them I told you, but fucking just... <laughs> <laughs> Make mo just do a separate order so you can get 50% off everything. And they're giving you free shipping. Damn. You really I'm like, yo, are y'all sure y'all want to give us this? I was shocked when I said I didn't know what they were going to, what kind of discount they were going to give That's us. That's a fat discount. So I had to let y'all know about it. There's a link in the description of this episode, too, that will take you to the website and give you that discount as well. So check that out. Make sure you check it out. AdamandEve.com. Promo code STRIPPED, S-T-R-I-P-P-E-D. Yes. Get on that. You know what? As soon as I get home, I'm going to go shopping, send AJ Link. <laughs> AJ, AJ, get Link. on this. Scoot. Just so you know, <laughs> Miles is hooking it up. Yes. We got y'all. So have fun this Valentine's Day. <laughs> Fucking thank, courtesy thank of Adam you, and Eve. And You're going to get so many. Thank you, Miles. Stripped. Oh, I've already mentioned it on in like our live streams a couple times they're like okay. what did you guys say did you guys even air the episode i wasn't even supposed to talk about it oh my God. <laughs> until this episode purchases? but i couldn't help it i'm like hey girl this is gonna help out your situation yes. that one girl's like how do i get over my ex without using a rebound i said this is how you do go it. to this link put this in <laughs> you replace you won't worry about his ass no more <laughs> adamandeve.com baby Hell yes. what i was gonna tell you though yeah after you guys left last night Yeah, last night. I was saying bye to everybody. It was literally on our way out. They were like, we're taking some pictures in front of that backdrop. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, hey, get in the picture. Come on, get in the picture. I'm like, no, I gotta go. And then there's a dude with them. And he's like, come on, get in the fucking picture, bro. Come on. He's like this older guy. Oh, my God. Like somebody's dad. <laughs> yeah. You know whose dad it actually was? Who? Fucking Addison Ray from TikTok. You know, At Dohaney Ray? Yeah, you know Addison Ray. Yeah, it was her dad. Why was he? Why was he? I out? don't know. 
I'm like, where the, the fuck did you come from, bro? He's, He's like, get in the picture, bro. I was like, did you get in? Yeah. Like, of course I did. <laughs> and he was just lit, having a great time, vibing with everybody. Damn. I'm like, this is random as fuck. What? Very. I wonder, like, wonder who invited him. He's cool with all the kids. Everybody loves that guy, apparently. Right? <laughs> I Dad, was like, Dad's not out. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> that's gonna be AJ one of these days. <laughs> you gonna see him oh, in the club at 80 years God. old? I know. Just still. With his black shirt and those ripped jeans. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Miles. Loves it. Loves it. <laughs> he just loves the atmosphere. He I'm, does. He like, but you know what? He is very good about networking through those, through those types of environments. I, I every time I'm out with him, he's always meeting so many people. And I'm like, bro, you're like so good at networking. I wish I had like, like that's a skill. Yeah. You know? You know what it is? He has like no shame. Like he literally walks up to people and is like, What's your name? He yep. put your Instagram in. Exactly. What do you do? Right like, away. I, I mean, I know he's spill. By <laughs> literally now. two seconds in without even like, what's your name? Yeah, literally. <laughs> and you know what? He doesn't even like tell them what he's doing. And I see their faces and I'm always like, babe, you need to let people know what's going on. Like he just hands his <laughs> phone over and I'm like, and they look at him. They're like, what do you want me to do with this? Like, it, and he doesn't even open it to the place of like, put your name in here. I know. They're always confused, but I mean, it works. <laughs> and then he's like to me, why don't you like network more? I'm like, I feel very uncomfortable. That's how I am. <laughs> I'm exactly the same way. I'm like, bro, I can't walk up to random people just like that. I know. Like, he's but you're good at it. You're comfortable with it. And you make some great connections but through doing that. I know. And I'm like, honestly, it's a gift. It's great because honestly, it ha- even when I, I meet connections through him yeah. a lot of times, yeah. there's so many people that like I'll meet and he's like, oh, you know, AJ, you know, AJ. I'm like, how the fuck do you know, AJ? Everyone knows <laughs> AJ. AJ's the fucking man. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fucking trust me. I know, I know AJ. <laughs> you know what it is? He like makes everyone feel like he treats everyone the same. Yeah. Like the way he is with you and he's known you for, I don't even know, forever. Yeah. He treats like the per- the person he met last night. Like he treats everyone the same. He like talks to everyone the same. Yeah. So I think he just kind of like makes people feel at home. I don't know. <laughs> like makes people feel like they've got a friend in him. Which is, is that how you felt when you first met him? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of, kind of. I mean, should I start from the beginning? We're going to get into it. We're going to get into everything, Tanya. Listen, the people like, want to know. That? They've been asking. I'm dead. Have you seen some of the comments we've been getting? First of all. I've seen a few. The, 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 the feedback has been overall, like, really great. Good. Good. I'm glad. You know, I was really happy with that episode, like, how much he opened up. I've yeah. never even heard that depth to him, like, yeah. in all the years I've known him. And he's like, literally, we're consider each other Beth's friends. Yeah. But I literally have never heard that in depth. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. I I was really proud of him for like, you know. Me too. Opening up like that. That side of things don't really get the light much. So I think opening up that conversation, I think it was really awesome. Yeah. No, that was like the thing that I immediately gravitated to when he mentioned that when we were talking on the phone trying to figure out okay like what are we going to talk about what's some topics we could talk about he brought it up and then i was like yes that because that is real as fuck and it needs to be talked about and then we we could use that as like a kind of a starting point and then elaborate on everything else with that context totally i mean it's a big part of his life you know right and it definitely would have affected him the way he navigated himself in relationships and how like he was with me so 
Yeah, I think it was great. I think everybody has like a story to some degree that affects how they look at guys or girls. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like we've said this before on the podcast, it's like nobody's born a fuck boy or a fuck girl. <laughs> like some, there's like a, vi- a a villain origin story to everybody. You know what I mean? Some I, sh- yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know? Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Or maybe maybe I'm wrong. You can tell me, girl. <laughs> She's I like, mean, I don't really have one of those stories. I was just a fuck girl coming out the womb. Right? My dear. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I don't even that, like there's like a part of me. That is like, why is society still like making this a fucking thing? Like, yeah, I'm not the only one. Right. And I feel you on that. You know, obviously AJ mentioned like I was single for ages. Yeah. And I was single. F- <laughs> there was a few things AJ mentioned that timelines were a bit off. You know, yeah. date lines were a I'm bit sure off. There was, I knew there was going to be some sort of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he did. He did a great job. But I, I was single for five years and. Like, I truthfully, Miles, like, not once in those five years, and I know you understand what I'm saying, not once in, once in those five years did I go, damn, I'm, I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, like, truly didn't feel a lack in my life. And, and I think that was because my priorities were obviously were like I, my goals, my career and all that stuff. I loved it so much and I loved the way I pursued it. So mm-hmm. that filled me up. And then. Right. I have, I had a really great, uh, like friendships, like yes. great social group circle here. And, you know, family also. Yes. Yeah. And, and that like plays a part. Cause that's like exactly like me, like what you're talking about. Totally. Friends, family, you know, a, a per, like career. a passion, a mm-hmm. purpose. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, like I'm feeling the fulfillment through that. Totally. You know? And me time was like, it's, it's, it's still me. my number one. Honestly. Right. Like I love alone time. I love it. I love it. Sick. Like I, I swear, Miles, I remember like mid of my single years, like mid in those five years, I remember like waking up in the morning, like getting my coffee <laughs> and my friends have like boyfriend drama. And I'm like, I'm so happy. Like, I'm so happy. I like truly like genuinely sipping my coffee. The birds are fucking chirping. I'm like, life's so good. Like it can't get better. So I really didn't view I don't even think I thought about it. Like, yeah. truly. It wasn't like, am I, like, should I? It was nothing. Right. And then when I would engage in, like, you know, adult hangover. Partaking. Partaking. In adult time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I would, like, choose to do that, mm-hmm. here's, like, what I really do want, like, women to know is, for me, like, the fuck girl thing, like. Yeah. There's like one side of it where it can be quite unhealthy. Like I get the image of like, are they okay? You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But for me, whenever I would engage in something like that or Mm -hmm. put myself in that kind of environment, situation, decision, make the choice, whatever, it really did come from a really empowered choice. Mm -hmm. Like I, I made that decision literally being like, he has no idea how lucky he is right now. (laughs) And, and I like, they might've felt like they were planning the time or the, like where, like the, you know, the layout of thinking about it, but I was in control of the whole fucking thing. I knew exactly how far I wanted to go. I had boundaries already set. I wasn't willing to budge on anything. I knew what time I was getting there. I knew what time I wanted to leave. I knew what intention I wanted to have with this engagement. Like Mm. I was very empowered going into the situation and then leaving. I was like, 
Woo! I'm a baddie. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. And then I was done. And like, yeah. we either like stayed friends or we didn't really chat again. Like I didn't. It's all dependent on whether or not we genuinely click. Totally. Right. And I think the main key here is like, I didn't go into that situation or put myself in that situation seeking validation right. or feeling like I need, I hope they make me feel beautiful. Like right. I already felt great <laughs> right. when I put myself in that situation. And if I didn't, I wouldn't have confidence in the situation. So I just wouldn't do it. Right. So that's my like fuck girl vibe is like, it was very empowering to me. Right. I think like when I think of a fuck girl or a fuck boy, I feel like deception plays a part in being considered a fuck girl or a fuck True. boy. You know what I mean? Like so not being up front. Not being up front or mm. misleading them, giving yes. them mixed signals, yes. making them think that you have different intentions than what you really do. You know what I mean? Totally. Just to get what you want. That's a fuck girl or a fuck boy. Obviously, that occurs more from guys. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> but here's where I think girls do fuck up sometimes is because of like the judgment they receive mm. from society mm -hmm. like i don't want to be perceived as a whore mm -hmm. so i'm going to go into this as if i do want a relationship when i really don't be totally. you know what i mean because yes. society kind of mm -hmm. which i get that mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so let me at least entertain this as if i'm interested in something beyond just sex for the sake of not being labeled yeah this or that right totally and that's a really good point i didn't really view it from that point but it really does come back to you. Like right. if that's your belief, then like my, I didn't even think of that clearly. Yeah. Like even you just saying, I'm like, yeah. I didn't even like, I didn't care what exactly society was thinking. I, I feel like, <laughs> how do I wear this? I really always had a good sense of trust in my choices, my decisions and my feeling good. My happiness comes first. Yeah. And if I make a choice and a decision, it's I, 100% coming from you yes. and not being influenced by judgment of yes. out, like out from outside sources. Completely. Like, and you know this, like even for example, going out and partying, like I'll either not go if I'm not feeling it or mm. even while I'm there, I'm going to be like, good night. Okay. Have fun guys. Like, I have no FOMO. <laughs> I, I want to go to bed. Keep having fun. I'm going to leave. Like yeah. <laughs> I have no FOMO. I just do what makes me feel good mm -hmm. because when you don't do that, you will have a lack of confidence. Like in that moment, you will feel like I'm here. I don't want to be. It's disempowering. You're not happy. You're not feeling good. Now you're like pissed off and then you're frustrated. Like, or you're sad. It just doesn't lead to a good place. So I yeah. think your point of like, I think it comes back to you. Like what, what are I your think? beliefs? Why do you have that belief? Right. Like, or why do you feel you feel like that? Or, right. you know, like, how can you make this empowering then if it is something you want to do? Like, how can you change the story? You tell the story. Yeah, the perspective on it is everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it's just, and being solid in yourself. And that, that plays on, like, um, being happy alone. Being solid in yourself, not being affected by outside judgment is a part of how you get to being happy alone. Yes. Right? And then when you are entering into, like, different relationships or situations or whatever, like, does would you say that that helps you just like be authentic to who you are? Like not giving yes. a fuck about what because, their, their thoughts are. And it can go like with every aspect of your life too. Like right. you being happy with truly happy with who you are in a relationship with your career, with friendships, with the job, your happiness is not conditional of your external reality. Like, and if it is, 
you're going to be unhappy quite often because yeah. things happen. Like you're dealing, even in a relationship, you're dealing with another human. Like if you're relying on them for your happiness, your fulfillment, your validation, and you can't give yourself that, you can't, yeah. you can't find within yourself like how great you are and you can't see how powerful you are. You need someone to show you or tell you. You're going to end up in shitty situations. Yeah. But you're going to end up disappointed. You're going to end up needing them to put you back together, you know? Yeah, because you're not in control. You can't control yeah. anybody except for yourself. You can't control other people. Yeah. You can only control yourself. So as long as, like, you're solid in yourself and you, that, that happiness or that fulfillment is coming 100% from you, then you could take everything else that happens on the outside, like, with a grain of salt. Exactly. Because you'll always know, like, oh, I'm good either way. Regardless totally. of what direction this shit goes. You feel me? Shit. I, I do. I know, do you, know you feel me. Do you know what I want to touch on with the fuckboy situation? <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly feel like if guys were just up front and just fucking honest. Yep. Like, we could avoid a lot of, a lot of situations. Yeah, and it's just, again, not only that, like, not giving mixed signals. Yeah. Because a guy could say, oh, I'm not looking for anything serious. And that plants the okay, cool, this is going to be casual. But then yeah. you start doing all the boyfriend-girlfriend stuff and yeah. start fucking cuddling a little too fucking Big intimately spin, and, and kissing foreheads and shit. Gone too far. Nah, nah, Gone you cross the line with that forehead kiss. <laughs> you fucking cross that line. That's why I always tell the ladies, protect, the forehead kisses. protect your motherfucking forehead. <laughs> God, now you're going to see all these girls cutting bangs. 100%. <laughs> it's like, got their bangs it's be a new motherfucker. Yeah, protect the forehead. It's true. It's because true. that's where shit gets mixed up. And it's like, oh, well, he's saying one thing, but he's doing another. Does he actually like me more? And you know, girls can do this too. Yes. You know? And it's just she like, okay, now I'm not trying. You know, I know we agreed that this is going to be casual, but shit, you, like, you're making me feel really at home right now, girl. I Fuck. know. I know. <laughs> but... Let me touch on this because, like, we as women, just hear me out. Let me just go on a hey. rant. Oh, dude. Are it. so. No filter. In, uh, in tune with our feelings and our emotions and what makes us feel good. Like, we are very able, like, we can connect to that so, so much better than men, clearly. Uh -huh. But, <laughs> clearly. But <laughs> along the way, along life, like, we've been told, like, society's, like, crushed us down. Like, don't girls are too emotional they always leave with their feelings mm. she's like always speaking her mind she's too loud da, 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 da. she's this she's that she's this so we like lose the trust mm. in our feelings and what our like emotions are telling us mm. so in a situation with a fuck boy or a relationship or whatever when have you not heard a woman say this line I could just feel it. Like, I don't know. I just felt it. Like when something's off, like you, you hear women say all the time, like later past when it's been months and they found out they were cheating. They always are like, I felt like I could just feel it. Mm -hmm. I freaking felt it. And they don't trust it. And I, I don't know where we've like lost the trust in our gut feeling, you know? Yeah. That's a really, I hear exactly what you're saying, but there's so many different angles to that answer i feel like that could come from a lot of different things yeah what society is saying something that happened in the past how you were brought up yeah you know what i mean like true there's there's, there's a lot of ways. things that could affect uh, your trust with that totally i mean but you make a really valid point in that you do need to like be able to trust that because yeah. what ends up happening is we feel something yeah. we know like i've Personally, like, thankfully, never been cheated on, thank God. But I've had plenty of friends who have 
you know, fucking going through this shit. And even when they're talking to me about a situation, let's say we haven't figured out that they've been cheating on or whatever. Even when they're talking to me about it, I'm like, like, you know, that sounds weird. Right? Like, you know, he's acting off. Right. Uh-huh. And they always know, like yeah. not once are they like, no, 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 he's fine. Like they always know. And they always we're like so brilliant that we rationalize why it, we're like, you know what? He's having a bad day. He's having a bad day. It's okay. But he sent a good morning text last week. Like it's totally fine. We rationalize it, but we always know, like we always fucking know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on like how well you know this person mm. because you got to know everybody goes through like funks and, yeah. you know, ups and downs, stress, work, whatever, you know? So it's like, how, how do you, how well do you know them during those periods when they are going through those True. situations, you know? Cause that's like one thing I know about myself. Like mm. when I'm like heavy stress, like any of my close friends could tell you this about me, yeah. especially like when I was on, when we were on tour, do not talk to miles in the fucking morning. <laughs> Don't talk to him when he's dealing with shit in the vent. Fucking leave his ass alone. If you got something that you want to address with him, you need a vent. Catch him when he's in a good mood. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, if you know the person, it's like, okay, this isn't even how they normally act when they are stressed or when they are going through a funk. Okay, nah, there's something up. Then, yeah, you're valid in that feeling. Just like keep it at arm's length. Totally. Like, don't get your feelings involved until you know the person. Yeah. That's like kind of what I've been preaching lately is like, don't get your feelings involved. Don't even start dating this person until you know that person. Yeah, I right? mean, I agree. Like, man, there's so much. Isn't we there? could get. We got a lot to cover, girl. I should I, let okay. me let me intro the episode. We already <laughs> we already gave them a little bit of a fucking master class and just the first in the warm up. This is just a warm up, ladies and gentlemen. Shit, we about to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> well, shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the motherfucking Strip Down Podcast. <laughs> yes. We got a first here tonight. A first. You are the very first wifey that we, <laughs> that we brought on the podcast. You know what? I'll give myself a pat on the back. <laughs> but so if you watched the episode last week, this is Tanya. The lovely Tanya, <laughs> AJ's fiance. Yeah. Show that thing off, girl. All right. I will. It's like, <laughs> hey. It's like it. We're going to have her put y'all on game to how she tamed this fuckboy. <laughs> but this, right? is, this is fuckboy taming really one and one, 101 right here. Should I write a book? You should write a book. <laughs> <laughs> is that in my path? Maybe. Well, we're going to get into like everything from yeah. the start to the end and like even your mindset going into it, how you got to the place to where you were completely happy alone but before we do fucking do me a quick favor take two seconds out of your time right now and hit that subscribe button so we can continue to protect you from this motherfucking chicatery that be happening out in these streets chicatery the motherfucking chicatery be real out here and also one other thing that we like to do every one of these episodes is give some shout outs to the fans the ones that be showing us love, yeah. you know, they be on the gram shouting us out, tagging us in their love stories. The Even a bunch out. of your friends been ta- been posting our stuff. I heard. <laughs> yep, yep. That's crazy. I know, right? <laughs> You've gone well. Are by. they from Australia? They like they live yeah. there. Yeah. Well, actually, two of them were. Yeah, one's in Vegas, but yeah, I was like, shut the fuck up. Miles <laughs> on my friend's story in Australia. <laughs> we feeling the love, and we want to show y'all some love back. So I got a couple names here that we're gonna shout out. From all the different platforms. So from YouTube, we got Erica Cruz and Rosenda 
Zavala. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm always like fucking up these names and trying to be careful. <laughs> and then from Instagram, we got Daisy Dresden and Adrian Lil Like Rocky. And then from TikTok, we got Gladiolus. Dot XO and Boss Lee 90. Boss Lee. 90. And we got another <laughs> Boss Lee lady in our presence this evening. So let's give a little background on the young Tanya. Girl, first off, Thank I didn't you. even know this, all this about you. I did a little digging even further on your ass and I was like, did you damn. Stalk me? I did stalk <laughs> you a little bit. I was like, damn, this girl got a resume. Professional dancer, choreographer, and creative director of 10 years. Yes. And then you got some names on this list. I'm sure I missed a bunch. But Nick, Jonas, Will Smith, Mark Anthony, Bad Bunny, BB Rexa, Five Seconds of Summer, motherfucking Cher. Yeah, Cher. I know. What a legend, huh? Shit. <laughs> you were on The Masked Singer, Ellen. Yes. And you're on now the Strip Down Podcast. Woo! It's going at the top of my resume. I'm motherfucking honored, <laughs> girl. Yeah. And now you got your own little thing going, I see, which yes. I'm like really, I was really, I was really proud to see that, to be honest. <laughs> I was like, you're like inspiring people, motivating people, guiding people into the right direction. Mostly yeah. women, right? Yeah, mostly women. Just give people a little bit of like yeah. background on that. So the reason why I got into it is because I've been in LA for 10 years and I'm just like, Damn, if I knew I like could have conversations like this, learn how to like go after my career, go after relationships and like in a different way, in a different energy and pursue things in a much happier, easier, more flowy, aligned way instead of stress and hustle and running around and yeah. the chaos, you know? Yeah. So now I just am like, now that I know this stuff and I've tested it on myself and it's paying off and I see that it works, yeah. I'm like, I've got to tell everyone. <laughs> There's an easier way. I like, hacked it. Yeah, I'm like, I figured oh, it, it doesn't have to be hard, ladies. Like, yeah. yeah. So that's that's like my driving force is like, I love that. I want everyone to like have an easy life. <laughs> I love that. That's like very similar to me and how I feel about this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know like, what I mean? I've had plenty of conversations like this with you through yeah. the years. Like, and as like normal, it's not even right. been like, a weird thing like it just is easy for yeah. you so. so this is like literally nothing new for us you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're just including y'all in the conversation yeah. now come on in well today we're here to talk about how you achieved that big old rock on your finger girl yes and i'm really curious about you even just for myself like being that person because <laughs> what you described about how you felt about your life yeah during your single days like yeah. Being so happy, like I know there had to be some sort of uncomfortability even getting into a relationship because you don't want to disturb your peace. The transition, right? Miles. So now, like, this is literally this is partly for me too, y'all. <laughs> Listen need, up, Miles. Take a seat. How, how did you do this? Fucking, where's the, the cicadery glasses? Get your journal. Get your journal. Yeah. But yeah, we're, let's get into all that. Let's. Right. I guess let's start with how you and AJ met. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then where you are, were at that point, mentally, mindset wise, meeting him. Mm -hmm. What made you? What was your thoughts on him going into it? Let's just. Yeah. All right, so here's the funny part. Like, now that you, like, really know how I was... I mean, you already knew that anyway, but, like, mm -hmm. now that we've really discussed how I was before I met AJ, mm -hmm. I met AJ 2019 in January. Right. And that Christmas, so, like, I went home for Christmas, and then I came back and met AJ. But when I went home that 
for that Christmas. I'd been single for five years. I was 26, about to turn 27. And for the first time ever in my fucking life, I was like, well, not ever in my life, but ever in those five years, I was like, you know what? I might be open to date. Like I had that thought and I was like, I might be open to like giving up some of my schedule and allowing some time. Like I already was kind of ready. Yeah. And I know AJ spoke in the podcast to you, like he had done all his like personal work. And before he met me, he really came from a different place. And I'm sure you can attest to that knowing him before and like after. Yeah. So I think like the timing was just right. Yeah. Get this. So right before I met AJ, like I love a good journal. I'm a big journaler. But anyway, like a week before I met AJ, I wrote in my journal, like kind of open to like date, you know, just being like a girl. And then I, (laughs) like January 5th. And then I wrote like, I just know like whatever guy I meet is going to be of a certain caliber because, not caliber, certain standard because I'm only available for like great relationships like Mm -hmm. i I already knew that i'm not i'm not available to just date anyone right so if you're gonna free up that time give up that space give up that yes you know personal time your me time or whatever you're gonna make sure that it's gonna be worth like a nice person yeah it wasn't just a hot guy that yeah yeah that's a important thing because like when you have that happiness alone yeah it's like being the bouncer at your own dope ass club <laughs> yes. and you're like you can't get in unless you motherfucking dope yes you know what i mean so true <laughs> and Literally then if you so come in here acting a fool yeah we kicking yeah. your ass out ASAP. <laughs> you ain't fucking up the vibe in this motherfucker. no absolutely not so i met aj um Obviously, you know the story, but I was working, Jazz and I was performing. Yep. We were chilling, like checking it out. Literally, I had just moved here and we're like, oh, they're having a jazz night. Okay, that's cool. Let's just like check out what this is about. Yeah. And we're literally just casually sitting there and he was just like Instagramming the atmosphere. That's just him. That's you know, like, oh, this is dope or whatever. It's a yeah. nice environment. And then I guess uh, you were walking down them stairs yeah. and then he caught, did a zoom in on you like, oh. I wasn't even meant to work that night, which was a funny thing. Like I got asked to like go work the next week and I was like, nah, I don't, honestly just prefer to like work that night. So I'm glad I did because mm-hmm. met my man. But I got home from work and was looking at the W hashtag like to see any videos because I was kind of new to the show and I mm. wanted to just like see how you looked yeah. on yeah during the performance totally I just wanted to like scout some footage mm-hmm. anyway I find this video Miles that is literally like stellar footage of me like zoomed in like great footage I'm like I look fabulous (laughs) who's the cinematographer filmed this and then i went to his ig page and i was like Hmm. he looks kind of fun (laughs) (laughs) he looks interesting so i sent him a dm (laughs) slid in the dms and i was like cool yeah i did that's how you do it slid in the dms no shame i was like hey cool video that's me yeah and later down the line he actually told me i don't know if he called you or Vinny, but he told me he like got super excited and called one of you guys and was like the dancer girl just turned yeah 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 he did tell me about it (laughs) he was like he was well his his version of excitement is like bro you know he's so like he always just chill he's like dude you ain't gonna believe it bro 
Like, he just doesn't ever t- bring stuff like that up. <laughs> so I'm just yeah. like, oh, that's dope. Yeah. Right? And So what happened from there? He was pretty chatty Cathy immediately. <laughs> and um, You really caught his interest. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, so... We actually, I think in the podcast, he said we ended up meeting up two weeks later, Mm -hmm. but we met up like the next weekend. So it was only Mm -hmm. one week, but he was on my case like every day messaging me, morning, what are you up to? Blah, blah, blah. Tell me about your day. What are you up? Like, where are you going? Who are your friends? Oh, you're from Australia. Tell me the things. Like he was just like, zoom, 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 (laughs) coming in hot. And how'd that make you feel? Well, look. He saw me, like he physically saw me, right? You didn't see him. I didn't see him. So, and you know what it's like? Yeah. Unlike, if, when you're in an app or something, like there's no like spark. You're just talking to someone on your phone. Right. So to me, he's just the dude on my phone. So he, I was responding because again, I had shifted my mind and I was like, I'm open to get to know someone. Right. I wasn't like, don't fucking ask me anything. Like, why are you asking about my family? Right. <laughs> I right. wasn't like. I was, I was open for the conversation. So I was mm-hmm. engaging mm-hmm. and I was like answering. And I will say one thing in LA that I had never experienced before, that, like meeting guys in LA mm-hmm. was a lot, of, a lot of guys don't ask you like a lot of questions. Like, and mm. I hate that. I hate it. It's like my pet peeve. Right. Like when they just talk and talk and talk about how freaking fabulous they are. I'm like, okay. So he like, was actually being curious with you. Yeah. He was like, not shy at all wanted to know everything how long like everything he was so interested in me so it was like flattering like i'm just talking about myself i'm like he's like really listening hey fellas write that shit down let her talk about herself ladies love to talk about yourselves and i remember like even before him like when i would be in these conversations with guys and they're just talking 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 about themselves which is fine to an extent obviously But I was like, he's really not going to ask me anything about me. Like, even just like, what's Australia like? Like, yeah. in my mind, I'm like, it's not that hard to ask questions to girls. Were you asking him any questions back? Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I'm always curious. What to... kind of questions were you asking him? Oh, you'll love this. <laughs> Hit me. Come on. We got to let these ladies know. <laughs> okay, wait. You'll love this. So, How big's your dick, motherfucker? Dick <laughs> pick now. I need so, to know before I invest any more of my personal time with your ass. Low key, I definitely <laughs> asked for a dick pic. Did you really? Yes. Bold as fuck, girl. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> I did. Tanya, wow. <laughs> Let's go. I did. I don't ask that to. I, this is before you guys, like, initially. Nah, it might have been after, but we definitely weren't official. Gotcha. Because he didn't give me one. And I was like, Really? <laughs> I need to see what we're working with. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm all for it, girl. There you go. She's doing that. some. She's doing some thorough investigation. She is very protective of her time. <laughs> I gotta make sure <laughs> this is worth it. <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely didn't ask before I met him. I didn't ask before I met him. But okay, so well, after you guys got intimate, <laughs> yes, but. In that first day of us texting, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, "Wow, like you're a dancer. What is that like?" Blah 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 blah. And then he goes, "I'm a dancer too." Right. And I literally just a different type of dancer. Mild. I literally was like, "I know you probably I took re- that as such a fucking insult." Like, do you know how what I dare said? You? I wrote back. I'm like, "No, you're not." <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you're not. I'm a dancer. You like, are no, a not. stripper. Yeah. I am a dancer. You are a stripper. <laughs> You're like, that is 
too <laughs> much. You take too much pride in that fucking yeah. term. <laughs> I get it. But, That's so funny. Yeah, we we spoke back and forth for a week, and he was very, very, very spongy. persistent. Yes, but not not in like a like a. I was turned off. Like I was flattered. Yeah, I was, and I hadn't spoken to a guy like knowing like my past. I hadn't like done this. Like I hadn't been up at night texting someone and like the bar is so fucking low fellas come on i know that's Literally. it but the thing is you did find him attractive that's why you were willing to entertain it right you're like he's uh he looks like fun so i'm willing to give this a pass if he wasn't if you didn't like see uh, some level of attraction there sure you probably would have been like okay this is too much yes right? yeah, yeah, yeah okay so yeah. He, he, he caught your attention and he and then he and then He's like, check that box. And then yeah. he was like, okay, let me make sure I let her know yeah. I'm interested. And do you know what? I don't know if I told you this, but so I was out with my friends like the night that I met him, like ended up meeting up with him. Mm-hmm. And I've never, ever done this in my life. But I literally, he was so keen to meet up and he was like, but not in a pushy way. Like he was just like, I'm really excited to meet you. Like I mm-hmm. watch your schedule, when would work, like we can get drinks, like whatever you want. Like he was just like, you tell me when and where and I'm going to be there. <laughs> and he, he was texting me that day and I was, I had a few drinks. I was mm-hmm. out with my friends and we were having a good time. We we're having a full Sunday fun day sesh. And so I was like a bit buzzed and kind of like, you know what? I'm in the fucking mood. I'm in the, let me I'm hit in up the that, zone. Let me hit up that little fucking stripper boy. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. And I'm like not that girl. And you know that. Like, <laughs> I know. I'm not that girl. Like, I'll, I'm totally like. Hey, listen, we're, no, we're not judging you. I know, but okay? I, in my head I was like, because I wasn't dying to go. Like, I wasn't, but you're like, fuck it. You had one of those fuck it moments. Yeah. And so I was like, fuck bye it. ladies. Like, see ya. <laughs> anyway, I, here's what's crazy. In the Uber. Did your girls know where you were going? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm very, like, this is the address. This is what he looks like. This is his IG. I'm going to text you when I get there. And I'm going to text you when I leave. Like, I was like, I'm not fucking around. There you go. Yeah. Protocols. Yeah, protocols. Have an escape plan. Safety plan. Yep. (laughs) So, in the Uber on the way there, the the Uber driver, I don't remember, like, if it was a guy or a girl, but was like, "Um, so where are you heading? And I was like, to my boyfriend's. Mm. I said that. You manifested this shit. I fucking said that. And I remember after I said that, I was like, am I just lit? Like, why did I say that? Well, I think that's that societal judgment. If I'm not going to my boyfriend's, then it looks like I am fucking going to be a Lucci. That's that, that instinctual thing that I'm True. talking about, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> now I'm like, shit, i got to do some journal work about this. So your mindset going into that, it was just... Literally, let me have my fun. Did you guys do any talking at all? Did you stay? You, you left? I actually did stay the night because it ended up getting kind of late. Mm. But I woke up super early, got right out. <laughs> You're like, see ya. <laughs> I mean, but he texted me as soon as I left. And this, honestly, this is what I loved about him and what made me be like, damn. Like, he had no shame. There was no games. He let me know right up front, like, I like you a lot. Mm. I'm, I'm here. Like, I really like you. Like, as soon as we left, it wasn't like he thought, is that going to be weird if I text her when she, like, she just left. No, nah, sent me a smiley face. Went, can't wait to see you again. Like, quick. Like, he just was like, I like you. Yeah, no And I'm not going to, like, be weird about it. 
Right. And then sometimes like, you know, you know the whole, well, he texts me, I text him yesterday morning, so let me wait to see if he, not, I, didn't, I wouldn't even text him half the time. He was just like, morning, 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 what you doing? What, when can I see you? What's your schedule like? Are you open to hang out? I can cook you dinner. Well, not in like a full romantic way, just, you know, the AJ style, a bit of protein, bit of rice, <laughs> <laughs> bit of chicken, some brown rice. Yeah, yeah. Like, Those hey. are being like over the top, like extravagant with you he just he was being persistent the effort is what stood out it sounds like yeah there was just no games yeah and because I was already in the place where I was open to it and I was like that's the key like I really was ready to Mm -hmm. give it a shot and see what it's all about and obviously so was he like he was ready for something serious he was ready to like really show up for whoever he dates next so it was just good timing (laughs) right but let me point something out for the ladies listening Mm -hmm. it's like when the guy is at that place yeah he's gonna do that type of stuff like he's gonna make the effort like the effort was there clearly (laughs) even though like the effort wasn't extravagant in any way like he mentioned that like you guys didn't really go on like a dinner date or anything Mm -hmm. like that no for like a few weeks or something like that but it was the effort in the form of consistency, checking in on you, wanting to get to know you. Yeah. And I think that gets discounted too much. Like that matters. That's a big indication of like a person's interest. That's more of an indication of a person's genuine interest than some sort of fancy dinner date. 100%. Right? If they just take you on a dinner date, but they're not interested in you, the dinner date means shit. Means nothing. Right. I'd rather not. It's the effort that matters the most. 100%. And I wasn't being that available. Right. You had your own priorities. Yeah, and not on purpose. Like, I really, when I met him, I was really busy. Like, I really was. Like, I had a crazy schedule at the time, so I couldn't see him all the time. Yeah, (laughs) you were doing your own thing. You stayed focused on your priorities. And honestly, that was the thing that he was attracted to, you know, about you, he mentioned. Like, the fact that you are an ambitious girl he sees like you inspired him low-key like in a in a big way you know and he was attracted to that and he's like i want to be like on her level and if i like this is somebody that can elevate me and for people listening if you listen to some of our previous episodes this is exactly how rome describes his wife yep she elevates me. She adds value. She makes me better. Like I could see she inspires me. Like she motivates me. I love like it. that's I'm attracted to that. Not only am I like physically attracted, but like what's going to be the thing that makes me want to be your commit, like boyfriend, p- yep. partner, life partner. Like that's gotta be there. Right. Like that goes both ways. Like if you don't see that in him, yeah, how he can elevate you. You're like, okay, beyond just the physical attraction, like, this relationship can't just be about sex. Yes. Right? <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Correct. Like, if it's going to be a relationship relationship. Yeah. You know, yeah. otherwise it's just a friends with benefits. Totally. Shit. So ask yourself this. <laughs> if y'all in that, them situationships, are y'all elevating each other? Yeah. And you know what? It comes down to, like, your standards, not in like relationship standards, just like what you allow, what you don't allow, what you put up with, what you don't put up with. Like if you're going to put up with a guy that's not texting you for three days after you had like a romantic dinner and then you feel shit, but then he's like, Hey baby, come over. Then like, why would you allow yourself to feel like the yo-yo, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't feel any of that. There was no games. It was just like, 
I'm down <laughs> for you. <laughs> when you're ready, let me know. From him, that was yes. the energy you were getting from that him. That was the energy I was getting. I definitely showed him the same, but I was, he was very um, man about it. What do you mean man about like, it? Like really taking the initiative. Gotcha. Like, and it doesn't sound like any, like you're, like it sounded like he understood he did. Your situation, so he didn't take anything personally from you, like maybe not texting him right away or not being available to hang yeah. out. And I think that's yeah. an important thing to point out as well because that's him respecting your boundaries in a way. And if his intentions weren't respectful of like who you are, mm -hmm. he would get pissy about that type of stuff. Yes. Or he would get annoyed with it and then like give up like stop putting in the effort yeah you know but he's willing to like understand and see oh that's why it's not i'm not taking this personal this is who she is it's like totally. or whatever but if i didn't give a fuck right i wouldn't give a fuck and i'd be like nah you're so right true. that's a fuck boy mentality no i'm not i'm just gonna go to whoever's giving me what I want right now. Yeah. You know, that's the biggest indication. I always say this, pay attention to how somebody respects your boundaries. And that's one example of it right there. Woo. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's not rocket science though, right? <laughs> no, it's true. Do you know what? Like bottom line is from the get go, he made me feel so special. He made me feel so desired and wanted and like valued and just like he really just put me up on this pedestal and was like, tell, like, he made me feel so special. I don't know. So I was just like. But the only problem with that, though, is like, literally, there's not a problem with that. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. The problem I see that other people have, quote unquote, mm. is like, no, you shouldn't put them on the pedestal. You shouldn't, you know, um, yeah. but, you know, from your perspective. It's putting you on the pedestal. Right. From his perspective, it's showing you that I like care more than just about like getting a physical need met. Like I care beyond the surface level, right? That's true. And it's like that's how fucking low the bar is. <laughs> that you, God, you, true. you know what I mean? Like that's how low the bar is. I'm fucking. I fuck with you. Yeah. Is oh he's show, he's putting me on a pedestal. I just fuck with you. Yeah, like you're dope. I enjoy your time. I find you attractive. I fuck with you. Yeah, and that's being received as he's making me feel so special, bros. The bar is low. The bar is fucking bar is low. low. He was consistent. But the thing <laughs> is, you were reciprocating. I was. You know, when you could. Yeah. So this is just to play devil's advocate. Yeah. For the dudes listening, if she's not giving you the time of day back, she's not reciprocating, like within reason, mm. you know, then don't waste any more time because you're just, For sure. yeah, because then that's an unhealthy dynamic right there. Yes. Right. But I think and vice versa. That goes both ways. I agree. He was just so consistent. And I, I obviously showed him and communicated like, I have a super busy day today. You might not hear from me much, but I'll hit you back before I get to bed or whatever. Like I was very communicative too. Gotcha. So when you met him, what was your perception of him? <laughs> be honest. You can be honest. Did you think he was a fuck boy? Because look, I would not blame you. I don't think I... Because look, let's paint the picture <laughs> for everybody here. Yeah. The man is like 
in really good shape. He's always showing off his body online. He was part of Magic Men Live, which <laughs> we're a motherfucking chicaterous looking appearing group <laughs> of individuals, right? Yeah. And so, like, I totally get all oh, these guys are. He's got to be a fuck boy. He's got to be, you know, don't take him too seriously. I'm like really curious about like why you were never worried about him being that way. He wasn't like that to me. Yeah. Like I get visually like on his Instagram, I think initially when I, when I first texted him and stuff and slid in the DMs, I probably, I don't fully remember, but I, I probably was like a bit, oh, like, I, I was like, he looks fun, whatever. Right. But he never acted like a fuckboy with me. Mm-hmm. Like, fuckboys don't be like, tell me about your family. How long have you been dancing for? Why do you love it? That's your passion? Like, <laughs> you know, like, he didn't show me that. And here's something that was important. The way he was in the beginning of, like, the texting and, like, checking in on me and all that, he's still like that today. Mm. hence why the the trust was there from day one and it's never gone anywhere he's he's never dipped it never went away he's never like made me feel like he's lost spark like we have a great relationship because he's we're both so consistent with each other still like you know you know what i mean like so the the trust has been so solid so solid like never never once have i ever said what's your password Never once. Show me your phone. Never once. Where are you? Like, are you with someone else? Like, never, 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 never. And that's because of the consistency. Yes, consistency. Yes. And you know what's funny? Like, when he would go out, which would sometimes drive me nuts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sometimes driving nuts. He would come home that night and the next day would be like to me, when I'm all pissed off, I'm like, oh, you're partying again. Like, damn it. Like, whatever. He would be like, yeah, but I met so-and-so and so-and-so and and I showed them your Instagram and I showed them your video and I told them about you and I told them about this. And at first I was like, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. And then I would go out and meet these people and they, he was. They knew you. He talked about me all the time because so many people were like, oh, I saw that video. Like he showed me, he told me you were doing this. Like he really, like there's never been a trust issue. So he's never tried to hide you in any way. It never. Right. Ne- if I felt that too. Then you would be very uncomfortable with all yeah. that. There's never been a disrespect, a mistreatment. Um, like there's been arguments right. in a relationship. There's been misunderstandings, but I've never been disrespected. Right. Never. Yeah. But I don't allow that. Right. <laughs> he knows that. Yeah. <laughs> he knows that. Don't fucking... You, don't what? go there don't with me no yeah but he, no he would, no he would never he would never make me feel like that and he proved that to you like you know as you guys were talking i'm talking about like in the beginning before you guys even became official because your decision to become official mm-hmm. with him is going to be contingent on whether or not you can trust him truth so <laughs> i'm assuming well i know like because he brought you around like us we were yeah. hanging out i know <laughs> fairly so early really like do you remember the first time i met you you booked me on a job that's right (laughs) you came over 
we actually had our first date. We went to Dave and Buster's and then he's like, I want you to meet my friend Miles. And I was like, all right. Yeah. And then I met you and you're like, hey, I have a birthday. Um, need three dancers. <laughs> I was like, I got you. Let's do this. Here's my rate. Um, here's yep. what we need. <laughs> got you paid. Yeah. First Cash. Month. I know. I was like, you're like I, damn, I'm I like this motherfucker. He getting us paid. Yeah. Miles <laughs> is great. Yeah. That's right. I forgot all about that. Yeah. And then, uh, but then, yeah, you were like hanging out with us on a consistent basis. I know. Yeah. We all got so close. I mean, I love you guys. So did that like help build more trust with you? I'm just like trying to think from your perspective. Yeah. I mean, he didn't hide me from you. Like he didn't hide me from you guys. And when we were, I was around you guys, like we've always been very affectionate. Like I'm always like hugging him, holding him, holding his hand. Like, yeah. (laughs) And he would let me like, there was no weirdness. Like I was all over him all the time yeah. in front of friends or not. And he never acted different. Right. So the same, he was the same version of him, By whether he was or with, or with his friends. Mm-hmm. That's fucking. I know. Yeah. That, great guy. He's, he's like literally, <laughs> he was claiming you immediately. Like, yep. Yeah. This one's for me. Yeah, no. It was so Shit. Cute. That explains like a lot of where the trust comes from. Mm-hmm. The consistency, yep. You know his openness, transparency, mm-hmm. and I felt like because one thing that he said in the episode is like it was easy for him to be like that because you didn't have a, he didn't feel any judgment from you, and you didn't feel he didn't feel any like expectations from you. No. Let's talk about that a little bit. Like, what were your expectations of him to begin with? I had no rules around what's right or wrong in the relationship. I think I just went off the way I feel mm. like it. And if something bothered me, I'd let him know. And then that was that it was squashed. Could you remember anything that bothered you in the beginning that you told him about? We didn't, honestly, we didn't have our first fight until like five months in. Really? <laughs> we were definitely fully official, but like for a long time before we had a fight, an right. argument. And that was cause I got really wasted. Do you remember this night? You were there. I got really wasted. Remind me. <sighs> <laughs> I got really wasted. We were somewhere in the hills and I kept grabbing your arm and like we were at some event. Yes, and there was like a pool. That was that, I don't remember that being an argument though. No, I don't remember and I just kept being like mm. Yeah, no, I remember that night like you were fucking you were fucking hammy. I was hammy. <laughs> but I like But I that wasn't I don't remember there being an argument. Oh. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> wow. Okay. Now looking back I definitely struggled with the transition of like, now I have a boyfriend. What, what's me now with a boyfriend? Like, how do I fit me time in? Whatever. And like, I was fine. But that night we'd been together for like three months and I like was like pushing him away. Oh, really? Like wasted. And I was like, I think I was just like scared, freaking out. Like, I don't know. But I do remember I was just being a bitch i was a bitch i don't remember what i was saying but subconsciously like i remember thinking like i think i'm just freaking out oh really not in like a can we still do this i think i was just acting up yeah you know people like get scared and then they like cause a scene yeah yeah subconsciously there's a reason why you're acting up and it was because you were scared I, i was just being a mad bitch Interesting. <laughs> but I was wasted. I'm trying to think of, I'm thinking of the same night because I remember one night when you were fucking. God. There's been a few miles. What do we call it? 
Are you, uh, what do you always say to me? Trashed? Wasty pants or something like that? Are you wasty? <laughs> wasty? <laughs> yeah. Wasty? You were wasty. This oh, one wasty. night, I remember you were, we were all out together at some house party in the hills and you were like, Miles, do you like anyone? You were oh, trying to get me late. You were tra- that was the same that was night? night? See, you didn't come across as bitchy or anything to me. Not to you. you. You were just, and I didn't observe any of that that you're talking about. Well, that's good. I just remember I was like embarrassed as fuck the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Super embarrassed. And then you called and you're on speaker and we're in bed and I was like hung over like, Ugh. and you're like, hey, uh, is Tanya okay? <laughs> and I was like, no, I didn't. I just thought I was comical. Trust me. Come on, girl. It was just a funny moment because you're like, you were trying to get me laid like so oh bad. God. Like I always one? try. Which I, I, I know. I've tried a bunch of times, and you're like, Tanya, fuck off. Chill. Literally, I'm go chilling. away. I know. I'm just <laughs> like, fly. I'm chilling, girl. But so that was like the first argument. Yeah, but that was like three or four months in. Like. And it wow. wasn't even an argument, really. <laughs> so really, it was like, you're just having your fun with him. You're just going with your feeling the whole time. Yeah. Like, as long as I'm feeling good, he's making me feel special. He's yep. being consistent with me. I'm cool with whatever. Yep. There was no games. There was no, like, yo-yoing. It was really, like, it was just so consistent. Yeah. <laughs> from day one. Like, the relationship was so, like, supported from both So sides. all those things that you had in your notebook <laughs> about what you wanted. Yeah. What'd you do with that? Like, throw it out the window? <laughs> what, <laughs> but, my notebook? Or, what, you know how you said, this is what I want in my man. Yeah. Right? So how did he match up to that? Look at. He's the best. I love him. This is the best. So it was like that consistency and the effort and the way he was making you feel that like yeah. made him fulfill all those things that you put in there. Yeah, he just, I don't even know. He just was there for me always. Like, yeah. And like really there, like really would listen when I talked, really would hear me. He, he just got me. Like he really just got me. And I don't, I'm not like, the usual type of chick i I don't i don't think like but he just like let me do whatever i needed to do like there was no drama there there was no drama yeah (laughs) that's one thing i noticed about your guys' relationship and i feel like that kind of came to that got to that point because he cared enough to get to that point to get you yeah right Mm -hmm. so now it's like i get it and i understand there doesn't need to be any drama because i get it right yeah and it's like when you feel that, because I know that feeling, it's like when, you know, you think of yourself as like, I'm just different or I'm weird or I don't know. Or it's like, you know, if everybody gets me. So when you find somebody who does get you, yeah. you're like, yes. I like that. Yes. Like, I'm attracted to that. He just thought I was great. And I thought he was great. Like, it was just so easy. Mm. Our whole relationship has always been so easy. What do you think the biggest reason for that is? Um, I think the biggest reason is we don't, well, a lot, I think, but like the main one to make us like have such a solid like ground is I, I'm happy. He's happy. I'm not happy because I have him and he's not happy because he has me. We're happy people and we add value to each other every day and we show up for each other every day. But my happiness is not conditional on him and vice versa. So I... I don't know. It's just easy. <laughs> so it all starts with being happy alone. It all starts with you. Yep. You, shit. you, you. <laughs> this is what I've been saying, y'all. That's, <laughs> yeah. that, that's the starting point. I know, man. Start there. 
And then everything else will be so much easier. Yep. It, you play this whole fucking life on easy mode when you when you figure out this person right here first. Yeah. That's the most important relationship you got to figure out before you figure out anything outside of this dome. It's domain. so true. That's how, why you're so strong about those boundaries, the yes. respect. It's Hell like, yeah. because I've done a lot of work to create this peace, this mm -hmm. happiness, and I'm not going to let nobody fuck it up. Mm -hmm. And let like, me make a point on that. I don't just have boundaries and things around my relationship with my man. I have boundaries around my friendships. I have boundaries around my work. I have boundaries on like... I'm very, I don't let people disrespect me. I, I don't put myself in environments to even be disrespected. Like I have boundaries in all aspects because the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So how do you handle a situation where you do feel any sort of disrespect or? I remove myself. You just, okay, I just don't I'm have time for it. Exit the situation. Yeah, I'm just unavailable. Yep. Blocked. Blocked. Yo ass is done. <laughs> to the streets with yo ass. To the streets. You gone. <laughs> Shit, this is some good stuff. Yay. Let me ask you something, though. Hit me with so it. So AJ brought up a particular point when you guys became official. Mm -hmm. You guys were having a movie night. Yep. What stuck out to him is that he could tell that you were scared. Yeah. He's like, she, I could just see it in her eyes. Yeah, was, I was. I was like, shit. I just was like the transition. Yeah, like, yeah. My life's so good. It was like uncomfortable change, but change that was going to be so awesome. And I knew it was going to be awesome, but it was like, yeah, it, it was uncomfortable. Right, right. And I was like, okay, I have this life right now that AJ's not involved with. And it's so awesome. And this is going awesome. And this could potentially be the best thing I've ever had in my life. I had one foot in my old life and like one foot in me. I'm like, like, oh, I don't know. Like it was stressing me out. I was literally like, I can't have the chat. I can't have the chat. Mm. But it wasn't anything to do with him. It wasn't like I it had a question you, yeah. mark on him. It was right. just like, am I going to lose me? How do I balance this yeah. with me, my work, now a boyfriend that I'm not going to commit to a relationship if I'm not going to like show up 100%. I'm not going to just half-ass a relationship. Yeah. I'm going to say yes and I'm going to be like his girlfriend and we are going to like do this shit. Yeah. How much did your life change after you guys make it made it official because i'm assuming in your head you're like oh this is like a commitment almost like a job that i have to invest all this time additional time additional energy additional yes. i think guys think this girls think this yeah from what you're describing how much did it actually change a lot a lot so you it were did, investing more time it did change a lot but it was because i was agreeing to it mm. like it didn't change a lot with me f not wanting it mm. like like before we became official in my planner for the week was my rehearsals my work my jobs spend time with aj like i had him in my plan of like when i allow him like where I can fit him in. But I was like, I'm not going to commit to a relationship where I'm just like fitting him in wherever. Like he needs to, I want to commit to him properly. Mm. So I can, can I show up for him the way that I like want to? Gotcha. But I remember him saying, I don't want to change you. And I just want to add value to your life. Mm. He's like, that's it. I don't want to change you. And I remember being like, that I can, that I can handle. Like I'm fine for some value added. So, so 
The situation that you're describing almost sounds like the situation that guys feel. Yeah. Like all that I'm afraid of commitment or I'm not ready for commitment or I'm I don't think I can be in a relationship. It's like it was th- me. Did that did him saying that like hey I don't want to change you, I don't want to change anything about you. Like I want to just add value to your life. Did that help take yes. away some of that? Stress that you were feeling? Totally. Like I was like, like I remember being like, "All right, are we doing this?" <laughs> right. But then you made, you were the one that like made the effort to put in additional energy, yeah. time, and all that. Definitely. It wasn't him like saying, "No, now that we're official, I need this, 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 and that." No. It was like, like no, you could. You're. I, I'm good with being official with you. The s- same exact way you are was his perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're like. I'm cool with you being cool with that, but I want to give yes. you this, this, and, and that. I remember like a month. <laughs> yeah, I remember like a month into our like officialness. So we've been to dating. Well, yeah, we've been together like two months now. I was talking to my friend who Chelsea, who's mm-hmm. like been with Stefana forever, and I was like, I'm exhausted. Not like with the relationship, but like, I'm my work's so busy. I'm like trying to like balance like having so much energy to like day and then I'm like I'm trying to schedule a me time and I'm like I don't know where I can fit it in like I'm tired I need a nap like fuck and it was never in like a way of like oh I don't know if I can do this I was just like struggling with like how do I fit me how do I still find what works for me like where's my me time with like where do I fit it in and then obviously moving in together was like a whole nother transition for me I was like where do I find my me time which corner can be my me corner and do you know what whatever i needed like i mean he's so chill but i'm always like like even now obviously we've been together for a long time but i'll be like putting my airpods in don't talk to me for a while like and also vice versa like i just had to like be okay with being like babe in the morning i like really need like my me time which is fine because he sleeps in anyway so i was like oh perfect Mm -hmm. um but you communicated it yes i was like this is what i need to feel calm yeah to then start my day and then like whatever or like i'm gonna go on a hike by myself whatever yeah yeah and he never gave you any yeah. sort of questions about it cool whatever mm-hmm. like you want like mm-hmm. he's cool with whatever like he's cool with that whatever. suits your lifestyle and your comfort zone yeah and that's what i feel like and you're the same way with him it seems like you know what i mean like you're cool with whatever and i feel like because he's cool with whatever and the trust and the foundations there. Yeah. So that makes you guys more cool with whatever. Like, oh, where's she going on this hike? <laughs> no, yeah. Well, y- like, you know? he wants me to be the happiest I can be. And I want him to be as happy as he can be. And whatever he needs to do that, go do it. And whatever I need to do that, I'm going to go do it. <laughs> Fuck. You guys Fuck. built a really solid foundation. Yeah. And I feel like everybody has, like, this feeling, like, one person in the relationship feels exactly like you. You know, but I feel like AJ... He just knew how to handle it. <laughs> On point. Yeah, he just knew how to like, handle it. <laughs> I'm cool with whatever. Yeah. I will adjust accordingly or I'm not, I don't need, I'm I'm happy with whatever you're yeah, capable of out. giving me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's because he was confident in himself. He didn't need right. me. Y'all back to that bo- point. Back to that point. Y'all were both solid. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. Yeah. And happy by yourselves. Mm-hmm. That part. That part. One of the fans asked, and they're very curious about this. Mm-hmm. 
And actually, AJ brought this up when we were talking as well, because I asked him a question of like, why, how, what do you think makes her trust you so much or not be insecure with you? And his answer was, she has a really great family and her dad is genuinely like a really great guy. And I was like, how does that play into this? What does that mean? What does that mean exactly? And then he kind of elaborated on you saying to him that if you don't, treat me like my dad treats me, then just forget about it, you know, right. like, which is like establishing your standards with him. Yes. Right. For me and for the audience, like what was your relationship like with your dad? Like mm-hmm. when you're growing up and mm-hmm. is it still like that? Yes. Yeah, so I was just very lucky to have very supportive parents and parents who like genuinely love each other. Mm-hmm. And I've just always seen my dad go above and beyond for my mom. My mom do the same for him. Like they're just such a team mm-hmm. and I do value how lucky, mm-hmm. you know, I am to have a great dad that showed me how he treated my mom and like, they'll never leave the house without like making sure they kiss each other before they leave. Like they're just, they love each other. It's like annoying. Like when I'm home, I'm like, <laughs> but, but now that I'm in a relationship, I'm like, well, I don't want anything less. Right. And then if, if it's going to be something less, I'd rather just be by myself. Yeah. I don't feel like I like need you then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The fact that he showed you that he could give you some resemblance of that yes. is like what helped you be more secure in the relationship, trust him and all that. Even beginning he was such a like strong like pillar in my life like when I was going through like a rough thing or a bad day he was like there for me he's like have you thought about this have you like I could always lean on him I could always talk Mm. to him he was always there for me like always making things feel better and I think my relationship with my dad is so stable and so strong and so loving and he showed me all those things he he was so stable so strong and so loving and just like if I wrote my dad makes me feel loved appreciated respected AJ makes me feel loved appreciated respected I think that's the easiest way I can explain yeah gotcha so they matched (laughs) up like and the way they made you feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love, appreciated, respected. Boom. Bingo. What else do you need? What else do you need? Fucking, th- this shit is not really that asking too much. Know. You know what I, I mean? Know. I, I, I think it just takes, again, it all circles back to the guy got to be fucking in a solid place, happy alone. The girl yep. got to be in a solid place, happy alone. And then it becomes way easier. Yeah. Right. And like, there are those moments of the transition, like you're talking about, but like, it doesn't, that doesn't become as difficult as a process because of the fact that he's solid. Totally. Himself, you know, if he wasn't. <laughs> oh my God. It yeah. would have been. It wouldn't have. Like, it wouldn't have worked. No. It would have been chaos. Yeah. You know, he would have been, no, where are you? Where I, I need to see you. Or mm-hmm. if you're not making time for me, he was just super, oh, you're good. I understand and all this. Yeah. So it was like, y'all were both in the right place. Right place. right. T- Thank you, W. <laughs> Thank you, Jazz Knight. Yep. Woo! Yeah. Right place mentally. Yes. That's, God. That, that part. That part. <laughs> Wait, I wish I had a mug. I want to cheese you with that part. <laughs> that part. I need to get a guest <laughs> you know, mug. A guest that's a mug. good that's a good fucking point. Write it down. Are there any tips that you could give to the fans about figuring out whether or not like you can trust a guy? Like any red flags or I think we kind of touched on it. It really comes down to like consistency, effort, 
and respecting of boundaries. This actually, yes. Yes, got a tip. <laughs> if you're ready to like date someone serious and you really want that dream guy and you run that relationship, want to get married, whatever, and you're looking for that like person and you know that, you're telling people that, you're journaling about it, I want to meet the man of my dreams, but you're going on dates with fuckboys, something's not matching up. Mm. So you have to take responsibility. You have to be like, okay, well, what's the version of me do I need to be that gets my dream man? Yep. She doesn't go on dates with like random shows for a free dinner. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do this, like whatever, whatever it is for you, like what, like there's a responsibility yep. that you owe to yourself. Well, then I'm not allowing this. Right. What does she not do? She doesn't engage in crappy conversations or she doesn't engage in conversations that make her feel like shit. She doesn't engage in relationships that make her feel like a yo-yo. Like, yep. what does she not do? And you stick to those standards and you yep. don't budge. <laughs> there you go. And let's clarify something because to play devil's advocate. Yes. Don't date a fuck boy. Well, wasn't AJ a fuck boy? <laughs> But his actions weren't. His actions weren't. Right. And that's what defines an actual fuckboy. If we go back to what I was saying, but like in the beginning about like what a fuck girl is and what a fuckboy is, it's like when the actions and the, and the words don't line up and the consistency and the effort's not there. But a fuckboy could show you some of that consistency in terms of like, I want to get to know you and I want to like, I'm really interested in you, right? But his actions and how he respects your boundaries are going to tell you his intentions, right? Because sometimes there will be guys that will do all that stuff because they really want to get to know the cookie. A hundred percent. You know, they'll say what they got to say. They'll do what they got to do. But you got to watch his actions and match them up to his words, right? Now, like you in particular, when you were first meeting him, though, you were very clear about your intentions as well. You didn't really have any expectations. You weren't like being, you wanted what you were going to get. I'm not even thinking about what your intentions are. I just know enough about you that you're like interested in me, making me feel a certain way. And I'm interested in that. But okay. Now that we know my history and where I was mentally and then where I was mentally when I met AJ and Mm. like open and I like, I was ready. Mm -hmm. And where we know AJ was, my intention with even engaging in the conversations, I was already showing up in a different me. Mm. I wasn't still the fuck girl. Right. And he was showing up in a different him. Right. So there was the intention behind, even though, yes, we initially hung out the first night and did whatever, like, even though that was like our first connection, my intention what like we'd already spoken so much mm-hmm. we'd already he knew where i was from he knew so much about me we talked every day like i wasn't in that place where i was just gonna hook up with anyone like i really did feel like even though we did hook up on the first night i feel i felt like i'd built a connection with him already so the intention behind us meeting mm-hmm. was at a different level mm-hmm. than I was at. And if things would have, let's say you woke up the next morning and he started to drop off in any sort of way, how would you have felt about that? I mean, I don't think I was attached or like by any means had expectations at all, Mm -hmm. but I, I don't know, knowing me, I probably would have been like, "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) right. No, like straight up. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. 
I, I don't think I would have like I don't think it would have rattled me at all. No. No, and I, that's good. And yeah. I like that because like if you are gonna do that, because like the, that's the biggest thing that I say to like warn girls about because there's a lot of weight put on that in that moment, and you don't really know how much you actually know yeah. about them. So if you're gonna put weight on it, yes, like then really make sure you know this motherfucker right that's the safer route to go yeah whereas like you if you didn't put the weight on on that moment no really and it's like okay well if this goes either way i know i'm still gonna i'm i'm good regardless whatever i got what i fucking wanted out of your ass anyway honestly like i think for me it was like (laughs) it was like a test like i was like because i had i'd been single for so long so i was like what is this like do i even like it am i ready so I think I was just like so playful in the way I was engaging with it all. I wasn't so like I'm stressed really, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't put pressure on myself or him. <laughs> That's good though. That's yeah. like key. So okay. Then two years later. Yeah. Was like marriage in your mind at all no. throughout this whole process? Like straight up? No. You didn't no, care. No, I always wanted to get married. You did? Like I was, I've just never been that girl that's been like fantasizing about it. Like, but I always knew it would come. But also, same thing with my husband, like in, before I met him, I was always like, yeah, of course I'm gonna get married. Of course I'm gonna meet a guy. Of course it's gonna be amazing. And that's what I got. Cause that's what I was just like expecting. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna get married. I just didn't worry about it. Right. It was just like, for sure. And you weren't time. stressed about it and you weren't like making it, uh, Huge on your priority list, it doesn't sound like. <laughs> no. It wasn't even no. in that fucking journal of yours. No. No, it wasn't. Your schedule. No, no, in my, in my schedule. No, yeah, he asked me. Like, we definitely had spoken about, like, engagement or, wet, like, marriage. Like, we definitely spoke about it. And clearly, we were very in love and, like, heading down that road. But mm. it was never, like pressure or anything rings came up in our conversation and he was like what kind of ring do you like and i remember being like i have no fucking clue <laughs> like holy shit i don't know anything about rings i was like do you know anything about rings and we were both like <laughs> like we were so hopeless so then he said he planned this we went to get coffee we were still in lockdown so it was last january so mm-hmm. la was still in lockdown and we went to go get a coffee and like take a walk because there's nothing mm-hmm. else to do and I don't know, the jeweler was open, so maybe we weren't in a full lockdown. But anyway, we're walking along Ventura, and then there's a jeweler, and he's like, let's go in. He said he planned it. He said he went to that coffee place on purpose, took a walk on purpose. Like, he knew. So I had no idea. We're walking. <laughs> yeah, we're walking, and we went into this jeweler, uh-huh. and this guy was like an old man, family-owned jeweler. No one was in there. I think he was a bit bored. And he was, we were like, we're looking for engagement rings. And he was like, okay, what are you looking for? And I was like, no clue. And he got so stoked. He was like, sit down, take a seat. And then he like whipped out this blanket and he laid it down. He was like, okay, we've got this cut. We've got this cut. We're like, he like loved it. And I literally was like, so this is before he even like asked the question or you guys are just like chatting about it nonchalantly and then he's like oh let's pop into this jeweler shop and see what that's all about and then this guy has a whole presentation for you low-key he called him fucking set it up i don't think he went that far but the guy was super stoked with it he was really cute but he's talking about all these cuts right and 
I put on the first ring. I put on the first ring. And I've never fucking tried a ring on. I put on the first ring and I'm like, I love it. And that was it. No, no, it actually wasn't. I was like, oh, I love it. And the guy literally was like, well, wait, like, chill He's like, out. let me get her a more expensive <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I don't know. That I've was never, too easy. I've never had a diamond on my hand. So Let's I, see how big we can get it yeah, to go. Totally. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's probably slick. Um, but then he put out another one. We're looking through styles. And literally every ring I put on, I was like, love it. Love it. Love it. This is great. It's just something shiny on my hand. That's all I need to see. Yeah. But honestly, then he started talking about like cuts, this clarity, blah. And I was overwhelmed, Miles. Like I was like <laughs> staring my future in the face. And I think he was like a bit overwhelmed too. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at the price tag though. Yeah. He's like, fuck. No, no, no. Go with that cut. That cut's actually better. I, I was fucking sweating. I remember being like, oh man. And I was like, you know what? I think we need to like wait. I think we should pause. Like, thank you. Like, we're going to come back, think about it. And we walked out. And I don't remember what happened right after that, but that was in January. Mm -hmm. We didn't talk about it or go see another ring for two months. (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay. So, but at least you got like, that time to mentally process it. Yes. So I am so grateful that I was a part of the ring process because I feel like it would make sense to me, like to have this discussion before I, as a man, before I go drop a fucking bag in the jewelry store, <laughs> can I make sure we are on the same page? Girl? <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean? Let's have a chat. And then from your perspective, you wanted to mentally process it. And then of course the added, like, I want to be able to pick my own ring. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, Shit. Yeah, yeah, Fucking yeah. If I'm going to be rocking this thing, I want to have some sort of say in it. You know, yeah. I, <laughs> we didn't plan it to be like that. But I think because I genuinely had no clue mm-hmm. of what I wanted, like, truly. Yeah. I think he kind of, like, needed me to, like, give him something. Yeah, yeah. So it ended up me being a big part of it. But after that first day, obviously now I'm like, okay, well, we're definitely going down this route. And... Holy shit, I'm getting engaged. And then uh, the transition happened again. There's so many things, Miles. Like, so it's just a constant transition process from going to, from Miss Independent yeah. to Miss Partnership. And do you know what? It's not even any negative, it's not anything negative. It's all like growth, it's all different phases of me. Yeah. And it's all like, it was never bad. It was just like, I'm not gonna mess this around like i want to make sure i'm really gonna show up for him he deserves if he's gonna commit to me in this way he deserves me committing to him in this way and Mm. i want to make sure i can give him like i want to make sure i'm ready to be that me gotcha (laughs) and i don't know if any other women go through this but i'm sure there are i I honestly don't think that your your way of thinking is uncommon as you think it is Mm. i think it's actually more common now than it has been like ever in history yeah because of the level of like independent women there are i like i can relate to the way you're feeling in a lot of ways too you know because i am protective of my energy and my bubble my my thing and it's like okay yeah that is a transition how did you process that how did you how did you manage that i can't wait to watch you go through this (laughs) like i can't wait i'm gonna be front seat with popcorn well see here's the thing about me though is like i 
like there's no doubt in my mind that if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen or whatever but at the same time i'm like not married to that outcome Mm, either interesting you know what i mean yeah like i'll be good either way that's the best way because then it can happen organically there's no force there's no pressure right you just fall into this love yep you just say and then it's gotta be the most otherwise it's not gonna be allowed yes you know what i mean I feel it very similar. You feel me? Miles. Hell yeah, I feel yeah. <laughs> you see, that's <laughs> my yeah. whole attitude about it. And it's just like not desperate for anything. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not, I'm good. I don't need any fulfillment of loneliness. I, I'm not even desperate for a nut. Like you, go, <laughs> you, if you fucking with my, my peace, my bubble, like, oh man, it's the bubble. all good. <laughs> man, this precious bubble. I, I, Feel you, Miles. Yes, yeah, I know you feel what I'm saying. Yeah. So that whole engagement process, you you appreciated the fact that it was like kind of yep. talked about yep. before it actually happened. Yep. And I don't think I knew it in the moment, but seeing how it played out, just by how it played out, like we from getting going to see the first ring to when we got engaged was five months. Yeah. So I had five months, but when we picked the ring. I guess it was like three and a half months. So mm-hmm. I, we, I like I honestly saying yes to the ring was like the engagement, like because like I'm like got it on and there's the price and I'm like, do you like it? And like, <laughs> like and he's like, I love it and he loved it, I loved it, and then I was like, I think this is it. And I was like, she was like, so is this a yes? And I was like, yes. I was like, oh my god, did I just get engaged? That like, was, shit. was that the yes? The yes? <laughs> that was the yes. So I honestly was felt like that moment of saying yes to the ring was like really it was really special. That's special. exactly like kind of how he described that moment. <gasps> oh, when he actually proposed? Yeah. Yeah. He was so he was so nervous. And I was so thrown off by it. Really? Okay, so th- tell me your side of that whole experience. That whole- <laughs> Okay, well, so by this point, I was, I'd was, done my mental work. I was like, okay, I'm getting engaged. Oh, my God. I'd gone through, like, my, like, holy shits, whatever. It had and, hit you. Yeah, it had hit me hard, taken me out, brought me back up, ready to go. <laughs> like, yep. Fucking in and out. And then, so now I'm like, woo! put it on. Like now I'm ready. I'm fucking yep. in the zone, right? I'm like ready to be wifey. And then, so we planned this trip. <laughs> we planned this trip. We didn't talk that we we're getting engaged. We didn't like bring it up like that, but I'm like, I'm totally getting engaged this weekend. Like I obviously knew that's what we're doing. Like why would we go to this five-star resort in Laguna beach? Like for no reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And telling what? my friends, I was like, I think I'm getting engaged this weekend. Anyway, we go to Laguna Beach. I thought with my whole heart and soul, like I truly was like, oh, he's going to do it at dinner because we had a really fancy reservation and he wouldn't tell me like, he wouldn't tell me about it. So I'm like, oh, Tote's proposing at Dins and no, it's coming. <laughs> uh-huh. Like in my head, I'm like, hee, okay. And then, so the whole day I wasn't stressed because I'm like, it's going to be at dinner. Uh-huh. And we went down during the day. He's like, let's get a glass of wine and walk on the beach. And I'm mm. like, love it. What a great day. I'm like, I'm having the best day. So mm. we're walking along the beach and then he um, he literally was like, there's a cave over there. Let's walk through it. And I'm like, all right. So we're walking around and then the cave comes up and there's like the ocean kind of crashing into the cave. So you have to like get into like hip thing to get through it. Oh, and really? I was like, let's do it. You guys got into the water. 
we ended up not, but he he walked me over there to do it to mm. like go through this cove gotcha. and he was like literally like this one I was like I was like in the water I'd be like come on let's do it let's go in and he's like I don't think we should go in there like he was being so weird and I was like maybe he's hot like maybe he's just a bit warm and I was like all right well no worries let's keep walking we'll go back the other way it's all good mm-hmm. and we're walking he's like I just remember being like What's wrong with him? Yeah, yeah. Is he, over, is he overheating on the beach? Like, <laughs> like, I had no fucking clue. He's having, a like, a full-on panic attack moment like you were having in the jewelry store. Yeah. When, when you were yeah. having, looking at the rings, Yeah, it was all hitting him at that moment. Big time. And yeah. find out, like, he had this ring just mm. in his pocket, no thing. So, obviously, he didn't want to go in the ocean. Uh, so, he's like literally freaking out and i was like what is wrong with <laughs> and then he takes me up into this rock and then i have my wine glass like in a cup and then he like turned me around he like took my wine cup and i literally was like i blacked out like i don't even fucking remember really what happened because i was so i was so proud because i was so i thought it was dinner yeah like i knew it was coming and i thought it I, I, he threw me so hard <laughs> yeah so i was like what oh. <laughs> I'm just freaking out. And then he gets on one knee and I'm like, the sun's like beaming in my eyes. I was like, what the fuck? And then I really don't remember. Like I, I fully blacked out. Both of you guys blacked out. <laughs> it sounds like, cause he said the same exact thing. He's like, I blacked out, bro. <laughs> I fucking do. I remember, I remember seeing the ring and it, the ocean like sparkled off and I was like, oh, better than I remembered. Like, wow. Yeah. It was, it was the best fucking feeling man like it was the best day like i've never felt so much like i don't even know like, euphoria. It was just cra- yeah it was fucking crazy wow i know and then at dinner i was like on the biggest high like it was nuts did you guys like have any sort of conversation after that like wow this is real this is happening we were both just, just- like beaming yeah like we were just so happy I mean, we still are. That's so fucking nuts. I know. My parents knew. He Mm. asked my parents, which was really important to me. And Mm. I remember asking my parents, like, the next day, I'm like, did he ask you guys? And they said he called. He FaceTimed them and, like, Mm -hmm. had a chat with them. And I was like, that's so intense. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Like, my parents obviously were super stoked, but, like, holy shit, what a combo. So they gave him the seal of approval? Yeah. Did they always, like feel good about him yeah i think because like there was no reason not to like i was so happy my life just kept getting better and better and better and better and like you know you were saying i inspired him but he really inspires me too and we really like one levels up and i'm like well shit (laughs) my god he's Uh so inspiring all right well i'm up in my game i'm gonna like really just boom and then like i'll level up and then he'll be like damn all right well like we don't really talk about it like that but our actions show that you know like there's a healthy almost like competition happening yeah but it's like in a healthy way where you guys are pushing each other inspiring each other yeah to like all right sweet we're both on this climb together Mm -hmm. and you know there's like obviously he's you know how you said that I inspired him and stuff and made him, you know, a better version of him or whatever. Like he has like truly, even though I've, I was a happy person and great career, like doing my thing or whatever, he's truly helped me really become like who I am today. Like I don't think I would have the confidence 
and I'm a very confident fucking person, but like to be a mindset coach now, like he just believes him. He's my biggest fucking fan. Like, mm-hmm. and I, and he talks like, he just thinks I can do anything. Like no matter what it is. And if, and if I don't do it, he'll like be like, why, why not? Why wouldn't you be able to do that? Like, I don't even know why you would even question it. Mm. And I'm like, well, if he believes in me that much, mm. all right, I'll give it a go. <laughs> like, and then I'll post something. And he's like, yes. Like he just has really elevated my life to a level I couldn't even imagine. And I'm assuming vice versa. I mean, I fucking hope so. Obviously. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I see it. I'm like an outside kind of, uh, thir- you know, I'm watching this all happen, like, know, from a third-person yeah. point of view. Like, I'm not too close to it, but I see him constantly going after his goals mm-hmm. and constantly really about it. Yep. And I noticed that from him even before he met you. Yes, when he started his... When he made his yeah. move out here yeah. and he started his own little thing out here by yep. himself, like, I was like, yo, bro, you are not the person yeah. I expected for this to be happening with because he was so, like, carefree on tour and, yeah. like, so, like, just not giving a fuck about anything. And then I, I'm like, bro, wait, what are you doing? You got your own business going? You, oh, you learned how to do this, that, and the other thing? Mm-hmm. Like... That's stuff I do. Truthfully. I'm like, I know how that's not easy. Right. You know, if he was still in Magic Man, I wouldn't have given him a, ch- a shot. Well, he wasn't Magic I, Man. I know. <laughs> what you talking about, girl? Yeah, but, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> like on tour. Yeah. And let's talk about like the shows. Like that was so much fun. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I brought my friends. But you were cool. Like you never had, it didn't ever seem like you had a problem with it, but I think no. you knew that it was a t- like this is a temporary thing. Totally. Plus, like by that time when you guys started the residency, he was already doing his own thing outside of it too. That, but like all you guys are like my brothers. Like right. it wasn't like is he off being sh- like I mean, and you guys obviously know like we uh, how I feel about the trust. Like in my head, I'm like. Like, I didn't even think about it. It wasn't yeah. even a question. It wasn't even a worry. It wasn't even an issue at all. Like, I was stoked. I could not wait to fucking yeah. see this show. Um, but, like, all you guys, I was so close with all you guys already. Like, I didn't even view it as, like, oh, my man's giving lap dances. I was fucking all in. I was filming it. You were, like, one of our number one fangirls. I, I was. I remember, like, while you guys were doing hot seats, I'd be, like, obviously up fucking jamming, right? And then... People like you see the girls like wave the twenties. Come on, over here. Yeah, I was like Rome would run by and I'm like get the twenties, and then like Gian run by and even AJ run by. Babe, babe, at the back, get the back. Like (laughs) I was like run, like I loved it. It was so fun. That's like one thing that was always a struggle for us is like girlfriends being cool with us doing what we're doing. Like I totally get it from like the girls' perspective. I get it. Like I totally understand why you'd be uncomfortable with it Mm -hmm. you know but at the same time the guy has a role in making you comfortable with it because you wouldn't have been as comfortable with it if he wasn't being treating you the way he was treating you exactly outside of exactly and that when he was touring with you guys i mean he even said it he was like i wasn't ready for anything i didn't take anything seriously and you even you even said he was just like doing his life like he just was in a different place. Yep. And that's something great. really I love changed that. in him when he like moved out here. Yeah. I was like very impressed with him. Yeah. When he made that move. And I could see like the mentality shift, especially when he met you. 
Like when he met you, there was no, you know, us guys, it's like, we're always interested in like female company, right? Mm -hmm. It's like something, yeah, like, well, let's bring some girls around or whatever. Let's yeah, yeah. meet up with this, this group of girls or whatever. Like that was n never even something that was anything he gave, gave a shit about. Yep. You know what I yep. mean? And I, I just knew that too. Like the yeah. way he, like that trust that like, I don't know. It was like, like I never questioned that. Yeah. And everyone fucking tells me that too. Like when, when I meet them, they're like, all he talks about is you. Like it's yep. business, Tanya, business, Tanya, business. Tanya. <laughs> and I'm like, no way. Yeah. No. And there'll be like, you know, we'll be out and whatnot. He's an attractive guy. He will get like, you know, yeah, a, a, I'm sure. attention from girls. Mm -hmm. And he literally like, doesn't Shut give him the time down. of day. I, I mean, he'll be cordial with of them. Of course, I'd be nice. He'll be like, whatever, but yeah. literally, like, what's up? Like, yeah. can we do business? It's strictly business with him. <laughs> if you can't, if we can't do business, like, eh, <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Like, yeah. I'm just like, let's fuck it. Okay, AJ. I know. Because it's so different. I just didn't see him making that transition. <laughs> and I was like, I'm fucking proud of you, my boy. I, I was like, Tanya, you fucking got his oh, ass. Perfect fucking it. timing. But it <laughs> yeah. was it was perfect timing for you, too. Yep. Yep, it was. And that's why you guys are <gasps> both. Alignment. Yeah, that fucking. <laughs> and I think you guys both attracted each other. Yeah. Because you were those people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Shit. we had our fun. I'm not interested. And you guys had a lot of fun together. You're always yeah, having yeah. fun with us. You're always out with us. There's mm -hmm. literally like, you're part of the fucking squad, basically. Squad. You know? <laughs> so I'm like, perfect, man. Remember you guys were calling me Magic Mom for a minute? Magic Mom? Like, what the fuck did I become a. <laughs> Can you guys call me something else? You know what's funny? There, there is a thing in the whole stripper world. Mm. There's like the the house mom. The house mom. Maybe yeah. that's where they got it from. I, I mean, you're kind of like that in a way. You're just, just like, always there. You're always supportive. Always yeah. supportive. Yeah. I loved you guys. One last question. The final question, Tanya. Yep. What is the biggest lesson that you learned from your relationship so far? Oh, <laughs> do you know what? I really tried to think about what you're going to ask me. Hmm. I didn't think of this one. Take your time. I think for me personally, the biggest, it was the biggest lesson I've learned is that I can still be me and have an amazing fiance, an amazing career and like prioritize both. And I like, he, like for a long time, I think I thought the having a relationship would take too much of my time, which either I'm willing or I'm not. But like, I, I really like the change is so worth it. And mm. I like, Every time I feel the uncomfort of us like transitioning to a new phase of us, now I'm excited. Now I'm like, ooh, okay. Like I don't fear it like I used to. I don't like stress out. So I think the biggest lesson I've learned is that there's so many levels of me that are going to come with our relationship and I am excited for them all. <laughs> yeah, he described that exactly the same way. Yeah. You don't remember? Shit. He's like the – because I asked him what he was uh, – if he was afraid of y'all – he mentioned like you guys, people change and what you want changes. And then I said, are you ever afraid that you're going to change or she's going to change? And that's going to, you know, have you guys going, you know, different directions. He's like, no, because we've already gone through them changes together yeah. and we've always come out on the other side 
in a better place. Always. So now, instead of having anxiety about those changes, I get excited about those changes, <gasps> which is exactly what you just oh, said. Oh, shit. <laughs> Soulmates. What? That's you guys are, That's really good. If I could give like an outside perspective, yeah. it's like I was literally going to say something along the same lines. as like being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Love that. Being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Yep. And like the reason you can do that is because you have such a solid foundation totally. that you could always fall back on. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And now it's like all those changes and all that discomfort makes it way easier to go through that. Yep. And not fear it as much and yep. like be excited for it because. Yep. One thing that my parents would always tell me is like, go for it. Like when I was building my business, building my, yeah, you know, yeah. career is like, go for it. Like worst case scenario, what you right. ends up right here where you started this whole thing. Exactly. And what the fuck is so bad about this? He's like, you live in comfy here. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah. I ain't going, moving back here, but like, I hear God. what you're saying. <laughs> I feel what you're saying. And I just go for it. Cause yeah. like worst case scenario. You end up right where you started, which was never a bad place to begin with. Oh, you know what I mean? So fucking true. I love that so much. Yep. So that again comes back to starting with, with you, you. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> How many times you? we gotta say this shit? <laughs> it all starts here. Yeah. Being solid yeah. alone, being happy alone, mm-hmm. finding your own happiness, having that foundation yeah. solid. So now it's yeah. like so much easier to go through all these things, go through all these uncomfortable moments, not fear it so much, not have so much weight on some on all this, and. Like, even if it is scary or different or uncomfortable, it's like, okay, let's bring it back to worst case scenario. Yep. I go back to being comfortable anyway. Yep. Life hack. Life hack. Life motherfucking hacks, baby. I love it. That's what we do here. <laughs> Give- Giving yourself a round of applause. <laughs> I hope y'all found value in this. I know like bringing on the wifey has been an ask of the audience and the fans and the listeners for a while. Yeah. So thank you so much for agreeing to do this and being so open with us and being yeah. transparent with us. And uh, where can f- people find you and check you out? You can find me on IG at TanyaJ90. Nine zero. Tanya Jane nine zero. Go check her out, ladies and gentlemen. She's doing some dope shit over there. I mean, your mindset, where you're at, how you got to where you're at. I think a lot of people can relate to you. I hope so. You know, a lot of the independent women out there. Mm -hmm. I feel like I learned a lot from you. I'm literally taking so many mental Miles. notes. Okay, I gotta be ready for the change. Gotta be comfortable. Ready for with the change. change. Comfort in the other. I gotta comfort. schedule these. I gotta schedule. <laughs> I gotta schedule these ladies in somehow. Yeah. In the planner. Put yeah. them. I actually do do that. <laughs> I, already do, I already do that. It's always Busted. in my calendar. Yes. We're in so alike in that way. Fuck. It's funny as hell. That's why I'm like, this is really helpful information. I and know. I know there's some of y'all out there that can be that can relate to this as well. Yeah. Yay. Good. So, I hope so you are 
You just gave the blueprint. Yeah. For all the misindependents out there. <laughs> Cute misindependents. Yup. Hopefully, if you found some value in this episode at this point, you could honor us with a subscription. Tap that subscribe button if you haven't already. Didn't I tell you to tap that thing in the beginning? You didn't tap it yet? <laughs> tap it. <laughs> I hope we proved ourselves so far, shits. Woo! Well, let us know in the comment section, too, anything that you took away, any follow-up questions that we might have asked. You know, we could try to follow up on maybe like an IG live or something. Cool. Yeah. Love that. And um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we got for y'all this week. We appreciate y'all being here. Yeah. And we will see y'all later. Peace. Woo! That was fucking Bonk. awesome. Bonk. High five. Yes. You fucking killed it, Tanny. Oh. oh, my God, my legs. Oh, uh-huh.